Oh hi! Welcome to Sarnia Famous. Sarnia is a unique hub of creativity and quality entertainment. Behind this are the talented individuals who tirelessly devote themselves to character development, prop creation, set design, costuming, dancing, singing, creating music, and so much more. Whether you are a hardcore theater enthusiast, a general lover of the arts, or maybe just curious about the creative people in your town, take a peek behind the curtain with me, Dallas, your ever inquisitive host. On with the show. Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Linda Garrett. Linda is Sarnia famous due to her performances in the Imperial Theater's Nightingale Chorus and White Christmas, and one could argue Petrolia famous too for her performances in Anne of Green Gables and up next, The Curious Savage with the Petrolia Community Theater. And welcome to the show. Welcome to Sarnia famous, I should say. Linda Garrett my uh, friend from white christmas very excited to have you here with me today thank you so much for making time glad to be here excellent i have a icebreaker i don't know if you'll be able to see this it'll be backwards but it's called pick your poison my lovely lovely husband bought it for me i had another game called which one they're basically kind of the same thing but um i'd gone through all of the cards so essentially, I'm going to give you a couple of op options, rather, and if you just tell me which one you would prefer, they're both going to suck. So prepare yourself for that. And Absolutely. So let's see what we got here. Okay, okay number one. <clears throat> would you rather run barefoot across a football field covered in Lego or... Have your high school yearbook photo become a meme. Wow. Both of those would be like slightly terrible options. But <laughs> I'm so going to go with the Lego. I oh, would really? Watch. Oh, yes. Yes, because that's just like one day of torture versus the rest of your life online. True, true. Yeah. I feel like there's a pretty good chance my high school yearbook photo is already a meme and I just <laughs> haven't encountered it. So I think that might be the one that I would choose. Um, but you're right though, it is just one one day of But Lego, have you walked on Lego? Well, usually it was my husband who managed to step on the Lego. I guess I just don't do that. <laughs> You look where you're going before you step. I, no, when under when there's Lego in the mix, apparently. <laughs> so maybe you would be able to expertly. Now I'm picturing you on a football field, like expertly dodging and and stepping around the Lego and maneuvering your feet so that you didn't have to endure well, the pain. Truthfully, I grew up in a small town, so spent a lot of my childhood barefoot walking around. Uh, so my feet are well calloused, so I, I imagine I'd be all right. So even if you stepped on a Lego, you'd probably yeah. wouldn't even. You'd be like, you "What know. was that? A crumb on the on the <laughs> carpet?" Okay, well that was fun. Um, so and you very excitingly, uh, you have another show coming up, right? Yes, yeah. super excited. Petrolia 
You're also Petrolia famous uh, for the Petrolia <laughs> Community Theater. It's called the Curious Savage. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Have you guys gotten started on it? Yep, we're a couple weeks in. We're almost finished blocking the show, which is super exciting. It's my first show that is not a musical. Oh, so no, so. no having to uh, worry about musical notes and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, in what what role are you in the Curious Savage? Well, it is a comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, I play a woman in a sanatorium, actually. Oh. Yes. Okay. Do you get an exceptionally frumpy costume as we did in White Christmas? One could hope. Actually, actually, oddly, it takes place in the 50s as well. Mm. Uh, And um, my character is very proper and is likes to be put together and well-dressed, so I will have a lovely hairdo and a nice costume. She's not fancy because, you know, sanatorium, <laughs> but uh, she, yeah, she, I think she's going to be put together and, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, be a little nice, I guess. <laughs> not secretarial. <laughs> uh, goodness. The... How many costume changes did we have? And like, they were all pretty frumpy, except for your beautiful white coat and your yes. red hat. That was gorgeous, absolutely yes. gorgeous. We all did love those outfits on the train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were lovely. Do you get to bust out your Ed Sullivan voice? No, I, I get to use a, just a normal voice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was a hoot, actually. Uh, my family, I never told anyone I was doing that. So they're all like, what? <laughs> What's happening here? So you're not uh, known to be using an accent around the house type ever. thing? Oh, no. And I would be too intimidated to do it for my family. I would just let them see it in the show. Isn't that funny that like being on stage, that's that's fine, but being at home, you know, dodging Lego, you're not busting out any oh, accents. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Huh? Interesting, interesting. I I loved that. I can still f- remember the first time you did it at rehearsal. I thought I was gonna die. There was tears rolling down my cheeks. It was so funny. Like what a way to bring character into a, a like what a five minute scene like it was small and it was the same line over and over again but it was still so funny what are what are the chances that you'd you'd bust it out right meow <laughs> well come on the moment's <laughs> past, my friend uh yeah okay for you dallas okay i can edit it out if you want me to but i'm really hoping you won't make me do that <laughs> no 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 okay okay Good morning, the Ed Sullivan Show. Yes, it's perfect. It's still so perfect. Oh my gosh. You know what? I was so intimidated to try that out because I didn't know anyone. I mean, it, I was new to Theater Sarnia and to trying a new scene and you want to make a good impression. Mm-hmm. So it's a risk to try an accent because if it doesn't work, are they going to be kind enough to say, please don't ever do that again? <laughs> 
Oh, that's a pep talk you never want to get. Ah, like, oh, please well, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do it anymore. I'd rather know, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you if you weren't doing that around the family, and you were nervous to do it at rehearsal, when did you practice it? Just in your mind, and then you it just came oh. out. Well, no. I mean, I'm I'm a home happy homemaker, so I had time oh. by oh. myself. Just me and you two learning how to speak in a New York accent, so. Ah, sneaky. Sneaky. Okay. All right. Perfect. Oh, that that just made my day. Thank you so much for doing that for me. Um, I miss it so much already. Like, I, I forgot how hard that is to be so bonded with people and then ripped away from them. And we had so many laughs so many good oh, laughs yeah. yes and trying to coordinate all of those costume changes and do you remember when because you had it all written down on a little piece of paper and there was that one day where you couldn't find your little piece of paper <laughs> and you are such a happy person like always happy 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 and bright and just a joy to be around but in that oh. moment when you couldn't find that little piece of paper you were not as happy as you normally yeah. are and then yes. uh like an hour later you found it it was in your pocket or it was somewhere unmentionable um and (laughs) just the look on your face like i found it i found it i'll never forget that that was so funny the the relief because there's so many things to remember especially early on in the show like once you've done it about six or seven times it's not as big a deal right Mm -hmm. but you want to get it right the first couple times make sure you're in the right side of the stage all that right in the right costume i mean my goodness mm. so many costume changes that would be a nightmare to be in the wrong costume so you had it by the end of it you weren't looking at that sheet by the last run no. I, no, I still kept it mm-hmm. for uh, like a crutch mm-hmm. but i didn't need it no for sure I looked right until the end, like oh, several times a night. I was just so panic stricken because early on I had missed one of my cues. And I don't think we were to show yet. I think it was just tech week. And I just remember being so horrified that I yeah. missed the cue. And I came running out on the stage and it was very much out of place. And other people were bothered by it. And I like pushed somebody carrying a chair and probably almost caused a a, you know major accident on stage so yeah I looked at it right till right till the bitter end I think I kept it too I don't know I think I'm gonna keep uh, it forever I may have it too I don't know yeah we'll, we'll find it in six months oh memories <laughs> that'd be a nice little connection back but yeah okay so going back to the new show and there's no singing yeah does, does this feel outside of your comfort zone then no, just outside of my experience. So it's not like I haven't acted before, but it's just having no music is different for me. But it is a great show. Like, it's very funny and sweet and engaging, and the characters are amazing. So it, it's really exciting to kind of sink your teeth into something new. And obviously uh, comedy is not a problem for you. Naturally, it's fun. Naturally it's, fun. Oh, well, and I'm not the funniest. Uh, it's very ensemble, the cast. So my character, I would say, is not the funniest character. 
but we all have our moments of little lines and yeah and there's a bit of mystery in the show it's the story of a woman who inherits 10 million dollars from her husband when he passes away and her greedy stepchildren don't think she's spending the money properly and they want it for themselves so they are trying to have her committed to a sanatorium so and that's where she encounters a beautiful family of people in the sanatorium oh oh yeah but she's a very crafty lady and she is going her stepchildren are going to get what they deserve okay good because it's so funny how a a blurb about a play uh like it because it could go either way really that could be a really dark sad premise and it could be a really funny right. one too. Oh no, it's it's completely a comedy, but tender moments too, right? And uh, yeah, it's excellent cast, fabulous people, friendly, welcoming to, you know, actually there's a number of Sarnia people in the cast. Oh really? It's a very small cast, so. Um, yeah, Liz Walton actually oh. has been on your podcast. Yep. She's plays the lead. Oh, uh, yeah. oh cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So, how many people are in the cast? Uh, eleven. Oh, just eleven. Eleven. Yeah. That's a baby cast, right? It's just a wee yeah. little tiny one. Uh, and so you you've got White Christmas, obviously, and then Anne of Green Gables, right? Yeah. And then Nightingale Chorus. So. I know Nightingale is is a big group. Anne of Green Gables was that a bigger group as well? No, that was uh, also I did that also in Petroya, and Liz Walton was in the cast. That's oh. how I met. Yeah, that was a a big musical, so a big cast. Okay. Um, so this is the first time I've done a just a small show with just you know a small amount of actors, but I mean fabulous people and and uh, everybody's very well cast. Right on. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, think of how tight we all were. There were, th- what, 30, 35, 33, somewhere around, in the 30s of us in yep. White Christmas. And if I saw anybody from that cast on the street, I think I would squeal and run for a hug. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind a well, cast we'll of... Well, we'll all go to see them in The Little Mermaid, Oh, yes, apparently. absolutely. After them. That's true. There's so many of them in that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can. I, I. It's my understanding that a smaller cast, like what you're in right now, the bonding will be even more. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I, it's very early. I mean, we're only a couple weeks in, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's it's been great. Yeah. Cool. So, how does it differ? I've never been involved in a Petrolia show. How do the two differ? Like your experience with Petrolia versus your experience with Sarnia. What are the differences? Well, it's it's only my second show with Detroit uh, Community Theater, but they're they seem to be like very laid back, very um, very still very professional and and uh, know what they're doing, very experienced. But uh, yeah, the, it's hard to tell because this is a very different show for me. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not it's kind of apples and oranges, Fair. I suppose. But uh, yeah. I'm having a great time. I mean, goodness, the the post show blues have been cured. Yeah, yeah, I was 
I was kind of envious when I saw your post that said, oh, don't have to worry about those post-show blues anymore. I got this now. I was like, oh, I'm just very happy for you, but also like, oh, would, oh that would be nice. Yeah. I didn't expect to get in because it was a Petrolia show. So I told my husband, I said, listen, I just want the experience of auditioning for a show that's not a musical. Uh, and I'm very careful about what I audition for. I always read the show and I read the script and I want to find out exactly what it is before I decide if I'm going to audition. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was great. And, and uh, I said, you know, I'm just going to audition for the experience of it. And I'm sure they'll pick a bunch of people from Petrolia that have done a million shows. So it was a bit of a surprise, actually. I'm not surprised. You're talented and hilarious. Aww. So not surprised at all. But that's lovely. So um, I think that, that that says a lot, too, that you are picky about the shows that you audition for because then obviously you're passionate about it and invested as well. So I had something written down here and I did not want to forget. I wanted to talk more about the Ed Sullivan scene because I'm kind of obsessed with it. But there, there was a bit where, um, with the, the, what do you call it? The cord? Yes, thank you. I'm yes. like wiggling my phone or my microphone cord at you. Like, understand me. These are words I'm trying to say. Um, can you tell me more about that scene? It was so funny. Can you tell me how you guys, did it happen organically or did you discuss it ahead of time? or? Uh, yeah, that was all Ryan, Ryan Dunham, who's uh, in the other, he was playing the other guy in the scene, right? Um, Mr. Sheldrake. Right. So, uh, yeah, he said, hey, listen, I'm going to do this thing with the chord. I think it's going to be great. I'm like, all right, you do whatever you want to do, and I'll just play off of what you're doing. So, yeah, that was all his idea, but it was fabulous. It worked. It worked so well. Each time it looked like it was just a part of your dynamic and oh this happens every time he's on the phone and oh here we go again and yeah it just it works yeah. so well i love we that. had hoped that the cord would be longer actually so we could get tangled up a little more mm. we were sort of limited to you know, we didn't want to ask them to build something else you know <laughs> fair enough fair enough and it would have been a very different bit had the phone cord been longer and I'm sure the two of you are so funny it would have been would have been great either way but it did it worked really really well for sure and then I another thing I wrote down was um so for for me in White Christmas you kind of adopted me early on because it was my first musical and I don't know how to read music and unfortunately you got paired up with me in the group that we were in for Um, And I asked you so many questions and even I got sick early on and you were sending me, you know, information on what I had missed and all of that kind of stuff. And so is, is music always been a part of your life that you were so comfortable with taking someone like little old me under your wing? Well, first of all, I I felt like you adopted me because you interviewed like half of Sarnia Theatre. (laughs) So you already knew all these people, and I was like, well, I'll just hang near her, and she'll just know everyone. So I'm not sure who is adopting who, uh, but I appreciate the compliment. (laughs) So musically, I have, music oddly entered my life very early. When I was a little girl, there was a 
woman in a couple of ladies in my in my small town, Wyoming. Uh, they just trained kids to sing competitively in the music festival every spring. So they just asked, hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, okay. Don't really know what that is, but sure. Sing so, competitively? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So so every spring or probably around, around right around this time of year, around February, uh, I would go like you know, once a week to this lady's house after school, she would just teach me a song. I didn't read music, so she would just teach it by rote and just sing it to me and play it through. And and uh, I would learn a song. And then the Atlantic County Music Festival is in end of April, beginning of May. And uh, she would accompany me and a bunch of other kids, actually, uh, free. Like, she, she never charged. Um, wow. It was just... She loved music and wanted to foster uh, a love for music in kids. So wow, yeah. So that's what I started doing very early. I think I was eight the first year I did it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Forgive me. What does teach it by rote mean? Well, it means uh, they'll ju- they just sing it for you and then you sing it back. So oh. you learn it without. I mean, obviously, eight years old. I didn't play an instrument. I didn't know anything about music. And so I didn't have any way to read the notes. So she would just say, okay, this is how the song goes. And so now you sing, you sing it line by line. And that's how I learned those songs. Okay. So kind of like mimicking, yeah. but that's yeah. what the term is. Teach by rote or learn by rote. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Thank you. Love learning new things. Um, competitive singing like that. You say that so casually. Oh, it's only eight years old. And I started competitively wow singing like holy flip and doodle no wonder you're you're so confident with it um and unfortunately for those people listening you can't hear profess or profuse sweating and blushing of the face which is what happened when you said that you felt like i was adopting you what a huge compliment uh i did not know that many people there uh but thank you for the compliment um I just made it awkward. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> I just lost my complete train of thought because I got embarrassed again. Don't mind me. So was singing part of your household too growing up? Or was it just this lovely, lovely human being who adopted and started teaching you, teaching by rote now that I'm hip to the lingo? No, actually, singing was not a part of my family, really. I mean, a, a couple of my sisters did the same thing I did for a little while. I think I probably did it longer. They lost interest a little quicker. But, yeah, I I was always that kid who would be putting on the tapes. Oh, this dates me, you know, <laughs> because that tape. And, uh, you know, I would... I would sing along to the tapes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd have, I'd, I'd be the hairbrush singers, you know, and pretending to play the piano on the little kid table or whatever. <laughs> you know, I was that kid. And my sisters, they would just roll their eyes and be like, oh, seriously. They, they just 
thought it was a little lame, but <laughs> So where do you fall in the, the hierarchy of sisters? Are you the baby of the family or the... No, middle. In the middle. But oh. our family is a blended family. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how the dynamics work, you know, when with a blended family, all bets are off, right? <laughs> So, but we all love each other. We made it through our childhood and all that. So, just the way you were describing that, it—I uh, mean, I'm no psychologist, and I certainly don't know everything about family dynamics. But it, it sounded like a, like a, um, the baby of the family. But that being said, I'm the oldest of my family, and I'm the the drama nerd. All of my siblings oh. are all jocks. So, see, there goes to show you what I know. Anyway, so there was no kind of like sibling rivalry with the the competitive singing at all. Oh no, no, no. Uh, we all found our own thing, and that's just what I enjoyed. My my a couple of my sisters they also got into music. You know, we played instruments in high school and things like that. Uh, so everybody found their own niche, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I remember you being really excited because one of your sisters was coming to see the show. Was that, was that right? Yeah, that was, my, that was my baby sister. Well, actually, a couple of my sisters came. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, my so my youngest sister is actually twelve years younger than me. Oh wow! Uh, because uh, blended family, so my parents, once they got married, they decided to have a baby together. So, so she is really uh, the baby of the family, and uh, my brother is actually a year younger than her. So. Yeah, so, but her, she just loves music and the idea of theater. She's far too busy to do theater now, but I know she would love to do it. But really, she's the only one, and her daughter's involved in theater with Hidden Talents. And, oh, okay. But really, the rest of my family has no desire. They enjoy theater to watch it, mm-hmm. but they have no desire to get on stage. That's just not their thing. Fair enough. Then th- more stage time for you then. They can I all guess. just watch. <laughs> so we've already, this always goes by so fast, um, but we're already reaching that point. I usually try to leave a few minutes at the end of the episode for the guest to have um, an opportunity to talk about an Etsy page or a side hustle or maybe a charity that you're passionate about or maybe a soapbox moment or you can tell me about a movie you just saw that you really liked or a book you're reading, whatever you like, we can switch gears and uh, talk about anything you like. Wow, that I know. I've watched your, or listened to your podcast enough that I know it's coming, but I just, I could just go on and on all day long if you, I just have so many things that I'm passionate about. Oh, Um, hit me. But, no, you have that kind of time. (laughs) (laughs) So anyone who knows me knows that I'm a Christian and proud. So if you want to talk about Jesus, I'll talk all day long. Uh, You really don't have enough hours in your day. (laughs) So we would have to do that over coffee, not on your podcast. Um, But I do want to give a shout out to the uh, Petroya Community Theater. Again, please come and see the show, everyone who's listening. April 11th to the 14th at the Petoria Playhouse at Petroya. Uh, they do not get enough love, I think. Everyone's heard of Theater Sarnia. Let's give a little love to other theater groups. 
uh, in the region because they are worthy worthy of your attendance, I suppose, uh, and you won't be disappointed. So, you know, check it out. Well, that's absolutely lovely and and very wholesome to start off to to talk about your faith. And I will take you up on that coffee date one of these days. Come I think on, that would be absolutely Anytime. lovely. Um, well, this was this was so lovely. Uh, I've definitely missed your face. I had such a wonderful time with you in White Christmas. We just had so many laughs, and it was just so good for the soul. And yeah, thank you for. I know, me too. I'm so bummed that I can't come to the cast party. <gasps> no, why not? I know because I had uh, because they've rescheduled so many times. I had thought that I was going to be able to come, but because they've switched it now to the Friday. We have a, a day through our church where families in the church can just drop their kids off and have like a night out oh. and just watch their kids for free. Because so, it's kind of Valentine's week, right? Give yeah. somebody a chance to, you know, go and have a good time and, mm-hmm. you know, not have to pay for childcare. So I had already said that I would do that and I don't want to back out on that commitment. When you started yeah. saying that, I was going to be sassy and be like, just ditch it. But now that you've told me what it's right. for, it's like, well, you can't because no. that's so it's nice. Important. It's so important, right? Because yeah. I I was married very young and my had my kids very young. And so I know what it's like to not be able to afford the ridiculous prices for childcare and then dinner and all of those things. So if I can do something to help somebody, that's that's a good thing. So oh my gosh, plus I mean, kids are adorable, right? I work with kids, anyways. Do you? Uh, as a volunteer, okay. mostly elementary, but that's very sweet. They're not really my jam, but I love that they are yours. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful to, you know, love on them and say bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Home to my quiet Okay, house. bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, thank you again for, for this. Oh, I'm sad that you. I won't get to see you for the cast party, but we'll um, we'll plan that coffee date and then. Good. Thank you again. I hope you have a lovely evening. You too. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, kids, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Sarnia Famous is a local podcast connecting you to your favorite local celebrities and backstage extraordinaires. Be sure to tune in every second Friday for exclusive one-on-one interviews. See you next time.